Yeah, that's right. We tried to help out Elmore and, and move the date when they couldn't have it come not that long ago, late last season. And, uh, yeah, of course, uh, with lockdowns and no crowds and things, um, unfortunately, no crowds can, can be there on, on the day. So they're just going to reload and hope that it's not three in a row next year and make a bigger and bigger event in 2022. So you couldn't race the Elmore Cup last year, but you still did you still race it as a race or...? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we we still had the actual um, actual cup. Okay, so so that's so you you raced it last year with no one there. It was scheduled this year, but you couldn't race it. So you moved it to this Sunday as we speak, and there'll be no crowds. But even though you got the cup and a trophy, I'm just intrigued as to why Elmore, just because they're a you know a race club and they want to see the the thing continue. They they didn't want you just to race the race, or yeah, the biggest part of the day for Elmore, it's a small farming. Um, town just north out of Bendigo and and the biggest part of the days for them is to the committee to get there with their sponsors and their guests and, and celebrate in our Phil's dining room and this is the second year that they couldn't do that and, and that's almost um you know that that's the major part of the day that the small rural town get together and, and enjoy their feature day and because they weren't able to do that for the second year in the in a, in a row, um, and they had over 200 guests booked in, um, they thought, you know what, we're just the best to abandon the day as we know it and um, try our luck again in 2022. So it's pretty disheartening for a small uh, country town the size of Elmore that this has happened, but, you know, it's happened all over the state and, and the country. So we'll um, try again next year. Okay, so Elmore are not having discussions with WA to move it to Perth next year? or no? <laughs> it might be there with a the grand final. It might be <laughs> no, no, sort of, no, I jokingly uh, say that. But, uh, yeah, no, all right, no. so so looking ahead, um, I won't say run-of-the-mill meetings, but after Sunday you've got uh, Friday the 20th of August, September the 3rd. So no major race themes, but um, you have released your um, spring and later in the year packages, dare I say it. Um, I guess you have to. You can't sit there and, and not do so, but who knows what the future holds as we speak now in a lockdown. So what have you got going forward in terms of that? Yeah, so we're on sale for our beach party race day on the 16th of um uh, of October, which is Caulfield Cup Day, and 11 days later we've got the APM Bendigo Cup on the 27th. Uh, so we are on sale for both race uh, days, and, and early sales, believe it or not, have been quite encouraging. Um, they sort of slow down a little bit with lockdown 5.0, and I dare say we'll probably slow down again over the next week. But in between, they've been quite encouraging. So. Like every other club, we're just sort of waiting to hear back from Racing Victoria and, and the state government as to um, what it might look like in, in mid to, to late October. But we remain optimistic, but that optimism um, seems to be uh, you know, fading by the by the week. So we'll have to make a call sometime in, in mid-September as to um, you know what, what our crowd may look like and, and what our package is, what we can and can't offer. So all those things are subject to change. So we're just crossing everything and hoping that we can have some level of crowds for both our feature October race meetings. So has there been any briefing from CRV or RV in terms of how you you sell those to reassure people that are unsure what happens? Because there's no doubt that right now people deciding to book interstate holidays or even hotel accommodation in cities or even maybe going to Bendigo and, you know, having a look at the exhibitions there or those jockey silks you're about to post on the owner's room there. Um, but in all seriousness, a lot of people are saying, hey, on, 
Do I book things? Do I get money back? What happens? So is there any brief going forward for race clubs like yourself in how you really reinforce that to people that um, there is a, a safety net if you if they can't go and you you don't have a race or so on with people? Yeah, at least at our club, and I think the majority of the country clubs are, are very similar, if not exactly the same, that any uh, anyone that pre-purchases general admission and or uh, race day hospitality packages, we offer a 100% no questions asked refund, uh, which is done as soon as possible um, should crowds not be permitted due to, to lockdowns of that nature or if people get stuck in a state and can't come back, etc. So we uh, we fully uh, communicate that through our social channels and, and on our website that, yeah, we're... Obviously, I, I uh, will provide full full refunds uh, if that should occur. Hopefully, it doesn't. Um, but by the same token, um, from a club perspective, you know that these events are so big and they rely on so many external bodies, um, such as marquee and portable facility contractors. We've got staff, we've got caterers who have got to order in food. So um, it's the third parties that um, you know we need to give as much notice as possible, uh, hence the sort of line in the sand date coming up um, next next month as to what we can offer. You know, we're, we're bound by the density quotient that the um, DHHS um, put in place and, and at some point, you know, the clubs have got to work out, well, is it economically viable for us to be spending, you know, we can spend up to $10,000 on hiring a marquee if we can only have one person per four metres. Um, we have to work out whether that's uh, a viable package because we can't put our prices up. Um, it's unfair to the customer, um, but at the same time, it's not for profits. We've got to work out what's um, what's economically viable. So, yeah, it's challenging, um, but we're in the same position as the 65 other clubs. And, um, yeah, we just wait our breath and hold our breath a little bit longer, but um, that sort of line in the sand date's looming. And have those silks arrived from the USA yet? Just remind our listeners, you've got some very special silks coming your way to display and to look after. Yeah, we've been speaking with the local framers here and, um, yeah, so we haven't put them together as yet. Hopefully we can, can do that during these, um, quiet, uh, quiet times and, and have them in place when we can welcome back owners and, and customers to the race course. So yeah, as soon as we get those from, so they're the sailor's guide, uh, silk, um, who went on to, uh, win many races overseas in America that was trained originally by George Daniels here in, uh, in Bendigo. Good luck uh, this weekend and going forward, and hopefully Elmore will be back on uh, track with you eventually. And um, uh, it's been tough for them, as you say. Uh, three times you've tried to run the Elmore Cup, and as a result, you can't. Uh, good luck with your meeting, though, onwards and upwards, and we'll keep in touch. Stay safe, Aaron, as everyone says. Thanks, Andrew. Thanks for your support.